So what did you open in that pack from the draft the other night? Guess. Uh, you opened a mere propagator. No, guess. You opened a mere battlesphere. Again, guess. You you opened a lux cannon. How many times do I have to say guess? I am guessing. You you cracked your fourth steel hellkite. No, Lord of the Vault, Geth. Oh, Lord of the Vault. What's his name? Geth. Fine. If you're not going to tell me, screw it. What did you first pick in that draft? Geth. Wallet Slayer! a lot of shows that is a lot of shows for us well for us that we're an epic well you know what's awesome is that we're actually once a month by we started this in february uh-huh and it's december uh-huh and as long as we put out a show next month uh-huh and in january uh-huh we've done a show once a month so like statistically we produce a show on the same proportion ratio that most people have in opening a mind sculptor exactly excellent exactly the same Huh. So, and people are listening. Will I get a mind sculptor? Will they post a show? Boy, I, I, they have a better chance of listening to the show. I, I think, well, that's, that will come up later, probably. Won't it? Maybe? Or do we scratch that? Oh, it, it might come up later. Okay. But it's not a theme. No. Okay. All right. I didn't get a memo about the theme. Oh. So. You, you didn't get the memo? I just got something that said 10 exclamation point. And that's that. That was the memo. Okay. All right. So that was the the theme. Yeah. Ten. Tenth blue. M ten was okay. M ten was okay. M ten was okay. Yeah, I liked M ten. I did. Yeah, it was good. It was Bane Slayer Angel. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I I hated that part, but what? Right. There was that. It's my it's my sadness around you know mythics, <laughs> which but will come up later. That in the show. definitely and, and is a theme. Yes. 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 That was the sub. You read the subprint. Okay, I I did I, I I thought it was a legal thing. I, I understand since that one time I I actually finagled you into that one deal. Yes. Well, anyway, we should go to the, the. We had a few comments. Those are always welcome and wonderful. Absolutely. Even the negative ones are welcome and wonderful. I, I actually like the negative ones. Mm-hmm. Because they make me think. They do. They do. Um, and of course, I, I, of course, this one's not negative. It's just a, uh, a correction. Uh-huh. And uh, we, oh, got, right. we got a comment about the mere Battlesphere idea that I had last show. Uh, but it's actually not possible to untap all your mirror and then retap them again to deal the damage that the mere Battlesphere does when attacking. Gotta love this set. Okay, so what happens instead? So instead what I do is I use my Palladium Mirror, uh-huh. my two mirror Galvanizers, uh-huh. and use the infinite mana along with a mirror Propagator mm-hmm. to produce... An infinite number of mere propagators. Hey, look, there's vomit on my shoes. And then I attack with the mere battle. That's sick. That's just dirty. Yeah. So what are you fireballing? Are you... What are you doing with all that mana? 
Uh, no, the mana goes into making mirror mirror. Oh, you're just you're, I, I understand. Which then you tap for the mirror battle sphere. I see. Right. So uh, there's trample. It has trample. Battlesphere. No, no, it automatically deals damage deals the damages for, right, uh, equal right. to the number of mirror that you tap. Yes, yes, yes. And this has been mirror battle sphere 101. Thank you. Sure, no problem. That's that is exactly my feeling for the entire set. Exactly what just happened. That is where I'm at with the set, and it's actually I'm getting to like it a little bit more. So yeah, it's that new classic college, you know, SOM 101. It's the new math. Yeah, new math. Well, we're <laughs> gonna teach it to you whether you like it or not. <laughs> Which makes it. God, what about that golem thing? I can't believe that it's actually possible to make a, a, a million golems. Ah. Uh, yeah, that was I, I'm I don't understand it either. I think and and how do you sell that? You know, you 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 write a replicate it twice. You look at your opponent and you say, "That's three million." Right, uh, right. Go. right, exactly. <laughs> and did you attack with the original? You know, twenty two. That's I, I mean, who has the tokens? What happens if that happens at a at a pro tour? Will somebody come over with that many tokens? No, it'll be a it'll be a million sided die. Uh huh. The wizard task. Yes. That will actually crush the opponent <laughs> sitting at the table as they try to lay it on the right. So not oh, only okay, are they, see, not only are they crushed right. in the game, but they're crushed in reality. Uh huh. And then a tiny little like X three die. You know, just off to the side of the million sided die, so that you can represent that you have three. Three million plus. Right, exactly. Man, I'm saying abacai. Abacuses? Abacustrosities. Yeah, that is an abacustrosity. <laughs> so one of the other comments that we did get was from Conley, which we are assuming the is... Man. We're assuming is. Uh-huh. Yes, that is true. We are really hoping <clears throat> that this person is the Conley Woods. Right, because any uh, it would just be awesome. I, I mean, you know. I mean, if... If Conley actually listens to this show and enjoys it, I mean, he he did ask us if we were podcasting, so he obviously knows who we are. Yep. And but I did send the email to him, giving him the uh, mailing address. Haven't seen anything yet. I sent it to the Monday Night Magic email. That's good. That's good. Hopefully, it's it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. And and we'll get something cool or not just hey. Yeah, even if it's just a nice handwritten letter. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's, I would say, you know, bar none, we're, we are up for Conley's inclusion in the, um, in the Pro Tour Hall of Fame. I, I, I'd say, like, if we could vote. Yes. I think, I think that would be, you know, we love all the other pro players, but Conley, Conley the genius. I agree, especially when he plays Poison, because he drafts it and nobody else is drafting it that day. That was pretty gross. That was pretty gross. That was a gross video. Uh, we've also had some comments showing interest in the ability to get our commercials and songs. Ah, which takes us to? Uh, we're going to make a web page. As we mentioned last show, we're still in the process of working that up. It is, yes. And we know it's going to have www in the address. So. And it will be on the interweb. Uh-huh. So we'll we'll give you all that information as Time it becomes pertinent. Yeah, it's coming. Definitely. Uh, there was one more thing, the uh, rules question. Right, uh, especially after those little rules changes. A lot of other sites have covered this, but we were asked specifically, so I thought we'd just go over it really quick. Um, so so this is in regards to drafting Mirrodin Besieged first? Uh, right, right, and how they impact the way that drafts are going to happen. So 
Uh, we got asked a question, so we thought we'd actually take the time, check the rules. We looked up the answer. We spent a little bit of time doing it, but we got it, and uh, we want to just pass this off that the new rules clearly state that y you start, if you're drafting triple Scars of Mirrodin, you start with the second pack first, as opposed to the first pack first, unless you're second, and then you draft the third pack first. So let me get this straight. You draft the first pack first. Right. If, oh, triple scars. Only in triple scars. Right. But what if you're third? Okay. Then, if you're third, you open the first pack first, just like if you were first, except that you're third. Really? Yes. And, and what about everybody else? They can open whatever packs they want, whatever order they choose. But we just uh, we wanted to thank uh, Sir Draft a Lot Three Wait. for writing in. Wait, they they can open them however they choose. Yes. But why does it matter if you're first? It doesn't say. But I don't understand why that's like that. Those are just the rules. But I, the rules suck, man. Wizards is just I just this game has gotten way too complicated. It's 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 getting there. It's oh. getting there. You got to pay attention and it's getting a little harder to think. I'm so frustrated right now. Why are you so angry? Because this sucks. With the draft pick order? Yeah, but I want to be able to be able to I I want to open the pack that I want to open. Well, they say no. Well, that's just not fair. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I can't help you out, but I can say thank you, Sir Draft a Lot Three, and we hope that we cleared this whole thing up. You're really upset over this. Yeah, I'm pretty upset. Wow. I think I need to go to commercial break. I take a timeout. Hello, and welcome to this year's holiday episode of What a Peace Theater. It is our distinct honor to have as a guest Sir Pete Redleach, who will be reciting the 12 randomly inserted magic moments of 2010. So without further ado, Sir Pete Redleach. Thrumming birds are thrumming, eleven elvish pipers piping, Geth, Lord of Vaulting, nine, lands for tapping, eight, trades with Larry King, seven, swans are drawing, six, Guillaume's are playing, five, Oblivion rings, still legal and extended, four, mind sculptors, three, hideous ends, two, needle bugs, and a primeval titan named Steve. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, this has been Waterpiece Theatre. And this isn't about me anyway. This is about you. Me? Yeah, why you're so angry? I'm not I'm not angry. Look at you, you're angry. I'm I I feel I know I'm fine. I'm looking at you right now and you're livid. I am not you're, angry. I'm you you're seething with anger. I am not that angry. I'm not even angry. I'm going to Denny's. Denny's? What are you going to do at Denny's? I'm, I'm going to I don't know, get breakfast or something. I How can you eat when you're so mad? I'm I'm I am so mellow right now. I had a great day. Work was actually good today. It was... I'm not angry. But you were telling me you were so mad. It was all about the fat packs. Oh. 
the fat packs. Yeah, well, that that does suck. I mean, I can't believe what they're doing. Like the price increase. That's 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 BS, man. That is, you know, I mean. What are you going to do? I mean, five bucks? Five extra freaking bucks? It's, it's only five bucks. Oh, man. You know, they started jacking up the price a while back, and nobody's paying attention. And this fat pack comes with folds and your car lands. And, you know, it's nobody's got the fat packs. Where are we going to get the fat packs from? I mean, it's... But they're giving us double land. I I don't want the double land. And and they're throwing in a ninth pack? Uh-huh. Okay, great. And that's great for the people that, you know, want to sit around and want to do the three drafts. I get where they're going with that, but I'm not going to give them another five bucks. They're still making money off me. I can go buy the extra pack. But you get a card box? I got card boxes. I'm not going to do anything with that. You know, remember when we used to get two? Remember two? Two whole card boxes and one fat pack, thus making them fat. (laughs) That's true. Those were the days when... They're not going to, you know, it's like, bring that back first. Bring that back, you know, before the price hike. You know, before you make me pay the extra five bucks. I'll, I'll buy boosters. It's only five bucks. I'm just, it's, it is a price inflation for no reason as our fat packs get more and more bulimic, get more and more thin because they don't want to pay for the extra box. They don't want, oh, here. Here's a little here's a little preliminary pamphlet that covers the first two pages of the novel you're not going to buy. No. Make the fat pack bigger, cut the extra booster if I want it, I'll buy it. I I I wouldn't mind going back to 6. I would happily go back to 6 for a $5 cut where they are now. But now they're like, "Nope, 40 bucks, but we're going to be cool and give you the extra booster." But but I mean, there's there's all kinds of good things in there, though. You, I mean, you still get the guidebook. The, the 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 encyclopedia is nice. The encyclopedia is nice, you know, and that's the only place you can get it, which is I'd say the main incentive people buy fat packs for. Right. They like the little books because they don't play Moto. They don't have access to Gatherer. They weren't read to as a child. You know, whatever it might be. They, that's fine. But, But, you know, that's the motivating thing for fat packs is people really want the book, the boosters they could buy somewhere else. One of the other, I think they're putting a deck box in there. A deck box. Is it going to be able to actually hold cards? Will it actually, uh, how about hold cards and sleeves? I know that's been a past stumper. Like to really sit there and be like, hmm, how are we going to actually, what if, what if Bob, what if? The cards might be in sleeves. Could we adjust the box for that? Is that possible? Great gods, man. No. That is not possible. Are you insane? That's like quantum mechanics. No, we can't make the boxes bigger. Here, they can stick with their little sleeveless, cardless deck box with the picture of, you know, whatever on the front of it. But but they still put the life counter in there, and, and they it's only $5 more. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I could buy with five bucks? What's that? A roast beef sandwich. I could feed myself for five bucks with a roast sandwich, roast beef sandwich, with some dip, plenty. And you know what? That booster box is sitting there, and I'm like, mmm, roast beef sandwich. Well, what what if Wizards put a roast beef sandwich in there? What? Well, what if Wizards promised to put a roast beef sandwich in every fat pack? Would you buy one then? What? Or or what if they put, a like, a Jace Yamaka? 
what are you talking about? No, no, I still wouldn't buy a fat pack. No, it's a price hike. They can include something really nifty in there, like uh, Planeswalker Russian dolls. It'd like be Jace on the outside, and then it'd be Gideon, and then Fencer. But the smallest one would be Chandra. No. What about the Five Colors of Magic Umbrella? What? If they put a Five Colors of Magic Umbrella in there, man, that would be great for if you were... You'd have to keep your cards dry. That'd be awesome. That'd help. No. But what about Lipstick and Blush? What is going on? But what if they put new sleeves in there? Like pro-choice sleeves? No, no, no. Like shirt sleeves or sweater sleeves for like that sleeveless cardigan that you always wear. That thing's kind of creepy, by the way. What if they put Planeswalker air fresheners in there? Huh? Like, Garouk would smell like a forest, and Chandra would smell like cinnamon, Jace, and uh, Ocean Breeze. What would Liliana smell like? A corpse? Well, well, screw that idea. I liked it, but what if they put bells and whistles in there? Uh, what do you mean? Like, you know, the old sparrow whistles? The, like, but except they'd be shaped like a thrumming bird, and you put a little bit of water in there, uh, and they'd yeah. whistle? Uh, I don't think so. No? Mm. What if the box was actually a grilled sandwich maker, and it would imprint the face of your favorite Eldrazi on it? Would you buy a fat pack then? No, that's strange. How about if it came with mere miniatures, like mini mere miniatures, like many, many mere miniatures, like a lot of mini mere miniatures? Hmm, nope. Well, what what if it came with a signed Garrick Wildspeaker loincloth? Hmm, let me think about that one. I know. What if it came with a velvet pocket Kemba? Is it foil? What if it was? Would you buy one then? Yeah, I would. Okay, let's go to break. Hey, Bob, are you going to FM? No, I have to work. Hey, you should call in sick. I've never been able to get away with that. You ever tried cough drops, Bob? You know, I'm not really into red mono. Yeah, but with just one cough drop, even the savviest of employers won't be able to tell if you're faking it. Here, have one of mine. Wow, that has really great flavor. Wow, my throat is really burning up, and I feel terrible. Quick, Bob, call your boss before you pass out. New cough drops by Volshock Pharmaceuticals. When you need to burn, because it's your turn. Hey, I, I, I can't see the phone. All right, we're back. And, uh, dude's calmed down a little bit. I, I asked him to write down his thoughts, and, um... Uh, he handed me a piece of paper, and it and it has a small poem on it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read that now. Mirror that costs two are good to play, and mirror that costs three might save the day. But tell me, Monsieur, when you cast mirror that costs four, they're going to kill the player rewards program. Uh, so, so, what inspired you to write this poem? Okay, I'm not I'm not going to get into this too much because um, our our last discussion. I'm still dealing with, and I've already eaten two slices of all-meat pizza, so I don't want to push things. But I will say that I think that Wizards, you know, Wizards killing this uh, program is horrible. I, I really, I, this is, this is, I, the dude will not stand, man. The dude will not stand for this. But it's it's truly not that big of a deal. I mean, they're going to save lots of money. Maybe they're going to turn that money into something else. Um, you know, I don't know what they're, they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to turn it into more moto players, you know, I just, and it's great. I think it's wonderful. I think moto is awesome. I use moto. I'm a moto user, but you know, we can't, we can't do this disservice to the paper folks. Like, 
And, and I know, you know, I've talked to paper players who are like, oh, you know, I never get my cards, so what? And I've talked to players that are like, dude, the full full art cryptic commands were such a pain in the... It's great, you know? So the newer players, you have to explain to them. They have to whip out their fat pack magic books and look up cryptic command to see what it does because they don't have access to gather and the whole reading is a child. But the the overall, it's just a benefit. It's It's just... It's another nod. It's another way that a player who's teetering on joining, if anything from, uh, you know, registered F&M weekly game to a draft that's sanctioned or whatever, it's like, well, you know, I could go down there. I could sign up for the, the draft. I could sign up for the casual play and bring my deck that I know is going to lose. But, hey, eventually I will get something in the mail that's cool from Wizards. And I'm not a dealer that's going to buy thousands to, you know, rip whoever off. I'm not, you know, I am a guy that doesn't go down to the tournaments and play all the time. And if I'm teetering on 50% yes, 50% no, that might just skew the ratio a little bit and I'll get my ass in the car. Well, I see, but what if it what if it's more of an immediate uh, gratification kind of thing where you actually go and you get a, an extra player reward promo, or what if they give out the promos? What if they turn it into making more promos for the actual events? So you go to the pre-release and they give you something extra special. I mean, I know we get a promo there anyway, but what if they add extra promos? Well, you know, maybe. I mean, if they want to give out extra extra stuff, I guess. I mean, it's the thing is, is that they're taking something away that they've had in place, and if they're gonna do it, give us a nod, give us something, because it was awesome. Especially like if you got your rewards on a Friday or whatever, and you open them up, and they were, you know, not the greatest of cards, but you're like, hot damn, you know, whatever, full art, you know, Liliana's Spectre. Hell, that's just bitchin' looking. I'm gonna, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe if they give full art away at the dealers as an extra card. You know, do that. Okay, so we get our, we get our Foil Umazawa's GTA for playing in the Grand Prix. Um, but we also get a full art, oh, I don't know, special full art Zendikar land. Something, something hokey, but still full art and still a, hey, thanks for playing. It was just, uh, the way that they had it staggered, the way that you, you weren't getting cards in the mail all the time. You got them like four times a year or whatever. Um, it was just, it was an extra little nod for, for Wizards to say, hey guys, still playing paper, not on Moto 24-7. You know, and right now it's just everybody seems there's already this tension of is magic going to end up being totally moto? And people have presented good arguments that say, you know, it will never go that way because how do you know if somebody is who they are when playing moto? Um, and how do you, you know, how are they ever going to deal with that but factor? But, but what if they turned all of the money into like, you know, making magic paraphernalia? Like what if you got sweaters or what if you got little deck bags or what What if they turned the money into that kind of stuff? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, it would, I guess, I mean, there. it seems like they're trying to avoid the, the big dealers making money. I mean, sweaters, really? Is that cost-effective? Yeah, well, it seems like they'd be saving millions of dollars. I mean, they could probably turn that money around into making, like, little plush mini mirror, or, like, plush mirror dolls. You know, like, they'd all have individual names. and. Well, they've been trying to stretch out to other markets and bring them in, but I don't know about mirror dolls, you know? Like, I would imagine, like, can you imagine, like, 
a magic show 9752 because that's what episode they'd be on in the future and it's like jerry uh thompson yes thank you mm-hmm. jerry tom blank on his name there jerry thompson's mirror collection right and this is Davy, and this is this is Davy Mir, and this is Sally Mir, and this is Ronnie Mir, and yeah, very crisp visualizations. It's it's true. <laughs> uh huh. No, I I don't think the Mir Beanie Baby is gonna gonna do it. What if what if they gave erotic posters for the older players of of the Planeswalkers or other characters? So we're not gonna give you any more promos in the mail. Because you can now have access to erotic planeswalkers. That'll be a good one. Especially for those kids that are trying to get their, you know, maybe parents to play and be like, hey, look what you can get if you just play at a Grand Prix. Billy can walk home with this. I think that's a great idea. Don't you think that's a great idea? I think that's going to be a problem for the people that have to deal with marketing the game. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I like that idea, too, but we can scrap that idea as well. I mean, you're kind of shooting me down today, but that's okay. I'm just saying, you know, full art cards every once in a while, you know, four times a year, it's good stuff. It's like, oh, that's right, I play magic. I know what to get you to play more magic. What? If they gave you a free TV every F&M you went to. What? Yeah, like a free digital 27-inch TV. If they gave you one of those, you'd show up for more and give up the player reward promo. It wouldn't even bother you, would it? A free TV for every time I played F&M. That's what I'm saying. How would... What? Or what if they gave away an iPod? You I, got an iPod every time you went. You got a different iPod every time. I, I don't understand. What about an iBook? Ooh, what about Duels of the Planeswalkers? The, the, what about the software? What if they gave you that? Okay, you you are like Mark Rosewater on Oprah right now. You're like, you get a Jace the Mind Sculptor. You get a Jace the Mind Sculptor. Everybody gets a Jace the Mind Sculptor. And there's some little lady like, I don't even know how to play this game. Well, I don't know. So so you're pretty upset about the player reward promo. That's what I'm, I'm saying I'm the little old lady. You're the little old lady that doesn't know how to play the game? I mean, I'm saying I, I don't understand what's going on. I just want Wizards to give us the player rewards promo, please, for Jeb in the mountains, who can't come down in a fierce blizzard to play FNM. You know, he deserves that full art Jiraga tree speaker that he has to explain what it does to some kid that hardly knows how to play the game because there's no text on it. Are you talking about that Amish kid? The one with the hat. The Memnite. I think you mean Mennonite. And no, I think he's a Buddhist. Oh. Time Spiral Lifelink presents Jack the Band's Magic Christmas, a cornucopia of hits as you've never heard them before. Get all 155 songs on this 11-disc set. Songs like Walking Around with Christmas Tree Folk, Grandma Got Run Over by a Bailoth, and this seasonal favorite. All I want for Christmas is my place set of Jace. My place set of Jace. My place set of Jace. Said all I want for Christmas is my place set of Jace. So I can win an FM. Hi, I'm Jack the Band, and it has been my pleasure this holiday season to record these songs. I really enjoyed my time with the Fingertip Orchestra, as you can hear in Frosty the Titan. Frosty the Titan is a problem, don't you know? 
When he attacks, you know he taps the things that you control. Frosty the Titan is a fairly decent play. This holiday harvest of music will have you harrowing for more with other great hits like the most horrible play of the year. We wish you a grip of Chase Rares, Morty, the Red One Drop Goblin, and this familiar melody. To see the cardboard riffling, shuffling, and piling too. Making sure all those cards are randomized through and through. I think I'll go first because I know you play Black Blue. So grab your credit card and call now before stock runs out. And have yourself the very best of holidays. Dude, I totally agree with you. I I totally hate mimes. Yeah. Especially Buddhist mimes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because you just can't tell. You can't tell if they are being mimes or if they're holding a vow of silence. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, th- there is one good thing about it, I guess, though, with, with Buddhist mimes. What's that? There's no more mime on mime violence. Good point. And, uh, of course, that brings us to Worlds. Right. Uh, where the, at the end, there were two Guillaumes at the end. Uh, yes, Guillaume Matignon took first. Mm-hmm. And uh, Guillaume... Wafotapa? Wafotapa took second place. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Willie Wafotapa. Yes, and Willie, uh, Guillaume was, uh, they were both very good friends and had been playing these decks, I guess, against each other for some time. So, cheers. I think, what was first place pay, like, 45 grand? Uh, was it? I know second was 20 grand. It's just, wow. That's, uh, that's a lot of change to be flinging cardboard. Yeah, definitely. Which is awesome, though. But, I mean, if you make it to Worlds, if you're the world champion, I think you deserve a pretty decent payout. I completely, completely agree. You know, it's good to have goals. And, you know, you just come home and, hey, I won Worlds today, honey. Want to go out to dinner? Yeah, 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 definitely. We should go out to dinner. It should be lobster. Right. Absolutely. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of France, uh, Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. as we can now say, uh, Gabriel Nassif. The man indeed. The man indeed. I, total fans. We're total fans of, of Gabe Nassif. How can you not be a fan of this guy? I mean, he's he's one of the best players, totally humble guy, just fantastic, you know. He's a hard guy to see coming because he doesn't say, command the room, as other players might be able to. But, um... Fantastic guy. Right, he's silent but deadly. Yeah, yeah. An important thing to be in Magic and something that many Magic players are familiar with. You know what I was really stoked about, though, is the uh, the anime-style pictures that they had in the... Uh, during. Did you watch any of the World's coverage? I, I, a little bit. I, I saw some of the final round, but I, I did not actually, you know, start to finish like I normally do. My time's just been crazy for me, so no. But describe it. Yeah, when they when they inducted him into, or where they, they had a display in the area where the Worlds was going on, and they mm-hmm. had these really manga-style... Uh, kind of like the Jace Chandra decks? Yeah, kind of the characters, and of course they had one of Brian Kibler and one of Brom Snapfingers with hair, still, and one of Gabriel Nassif. They were really awesome. It was one of the coolest things that I saw there. I really oh, want to give props to whoever... Everybody that got this. into the Hall of Fame this year had a, had a, mang- or, uh, a yeah, manga manga care. Manga right? style, yeah. Manga? Manga? Uh-huh. That might be what it, how it said. I don't know. I don't know. I've lived west of the Rockies for most of my life, so it's probably manga to me. 
It's it's an art form that an, an art form. That's what I'm trying to say. An art form that's a bit unfamiliar to me. So yeah, I, I wasn't that nuts over. I mean, the, doing it of the players is phenomenal, and I think very cool and tailored. And hey, you know, something that the other Hall of Famers could be a little envious over, not having done of them. But yeah, I'm still not sold on the whole. And it wasn't cheap in Japan, but I'm still not sold on the whole uh, manga magic. Oh no, that that's what made it cool. I think is that it was in Chiba. That's that's the whole reason that I thought it was kind of cool is that it gave right a flavor to where they were at and the the fact that they were being inducted while in Chiba so they had these really nice anime style uh pictures of them which so like, was really cool like world 2025 antarctica where the players would get the amazing ice sculptures built of them but what, what do you what no. do you mean ice sculptures you mean tropical antarctica sure in 2025 that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah right absolutely right well yes i guess so they would have to where well they wouldn't be able to go anywhere right we all live on the island at the bottom of the earth uh-huh yeah, uh-huh pretty much that was a lou diamond phillips movie <laughs> could be <laughs> Dude, I haven't thought about that guy in a long time. I'm a young gun. <laughs> like a cowboy! Oh, no. I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. We're when your a... career is done! Oh, no. Sorry. Okay, we, sh- we should really not go there. Uh, Paulo Vito? Um, Dama de Rosa? Wow. One one of... I mean, he's, you know, being a Channel Fireball guy, you know, he's like the closest thing geographically we really have to a pro player him and the rest of the channel fireball team right well well it was amazing i i mean he was one match away from pro player of the year that's uh that's that's brutal that's i mean that's a harsh shout out which brings up another huge point is that matignon matignon uh-huh he uh <clears throat> now has to play FF Freak. Oh, Brad, Brad, Brad Nelson. Brad Nelson yes. for player of the year that's supposed to happen in Paris, uh huh. At the what is that? Is that a Grand Prix? No, it's at a. I don't even Pro, Pro Tour, Pro Tour Paris. Wow, that's that's right. Yeah, it's kind of like the first of a time kind of thing. Like it's the first time it's had to actually come down to this. Yeah, it's definitely the first time it's ever that there's ever been a tie for pro player. I mean, I just you know uh, I don't know much about Guillaume, but but how can you not love Brad Nelson? I mean. MTG's using him as a poster boy. Oh, I totally agree. Brad Nelson, I hope you kick his ass. Absolutely. Kick his ass, Brad! Sorry. Bring it home. Bring it home, Brad. (laughs) And you need to settle down. It's the pills. It's it's the lack of the pills. Right. I've been working. Too much coffee. Uh Uh-huh. Trying. (laughs) I'm trying. Yeah. Um, Anyway. So Brad Nelson uh, taking on Guillaume Matignon for... Player of the Year. Player, right, Player of the Year, sorry. That's what potty means. Yeah, poi. I have it on my, well, I potty. added it to you, and it's potty. A potty, oh, I see, potty. So, okay, awesome. So, rock on, uh, rock on, Brad, our, our hopes and dreams or wishes you, it's all riding on you, no pressure, but if you lose, it's all over. You don't, you don't think that's a little too much pressure? Not, no, no, he needs to know no, our feelings. I, I mean, I know you said no pressure. But yeah, if he, if he didn't do it, I'd feel pretty sad, let down, because uh-huh. I really think he's that kind of player that he could actually do it. I know, uh, yeah. Brad's intense. I mean, his you know, and his little brother's great too. You know, I his, agree. His, you know, his, uh, listening to him and watching him on the on the video there. Whoa! <laughs> wow! Channeled the Scottish guy there. Sorry, he was. <laughs> I don't know, but that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, what what uh, other points? Worlds rock on uh, PVD DR, mm-hmm. and uh, that was a fab job. And as far as I'm concerned, you're you're a member of Channel Fireball, and you rock. And I love that our guys are winning out here on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Go West Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, there were five black blue control decks. Uh, only five in the top eight. Only five in the top eight. Only five, which was better than the old Jund eight. Right. You know, when, so it, when everybody was playing Jund. Things feel better. You know, there's, there is variety. What else did we have besides the, uh, Grave Titan Seagate Loremancer? Loremancer Oracle. Oh, Seagate uh, Loremancer Oracle. Loracle Mancer. Yeah, exactly. That guy. Uh, there were five of those decks, and there was a red-black vampire deck. Yay! I'm stoked. Like, vampires in a top eight of worlds? Like, ah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Something different. Sure, sure, you gotta splash red. But hey, it's vampires in the top eight of worlds. And, the, and there was like a green Eldrazi, Eldrazi ramp. Like uh, Avenger of Zendikar and yeah. Primeval. And there was def- there was an Ulamog or something in there. There were some... Some Eldrazi. Mm-hmm. The, the scum of the earth. So, like, green ramp. Was there a va- was there a Valakut, like, red? There, there wasn't a Valakut. There was another. The, the, the eighth deck was a blue-white control deck. Uh, Baneslayers. Yeah, Baneslayers. Right. I remember seeing that. Which, it's, it's all right. You know, blue is blue, and blue is often dominant, and that is what it is. But it's nice to see it paired with black over white, and... It's interesting to see Grave Titan on Grave Titan because when it becomes Titan versus a Titan, <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's a good thing. You scared the crap out of me right there. <laughs> I Sorry. saw that. You jumped. Yeah, I did. It's I'm... like, he's going to punch me in the face. He thinks I'm five. What the fuck is going on here? Whew. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> All right. Just need to take one of these pills. Okay, as long as... As long as those are rapid release, as long as they take care of it quickly, because I saw you grab your chest there, it actually made me a little nervous. I'll take two to be sure. Okay, good. Uh, So, anything else in Magic? What else is going on in Magic? Uh, Well, Worlds is done, which means that we are now moving into extended season, or have moved, as it were. I don't want to sound completely uneducated about the issue, but yes, we are off into extended, so we're going to be seeing, you know... Fairies against Jund, and, you know, I'm sure, if they last a while, I don't know. It, I, I really hope that Conley Wood's Ooze deck actually goes a little bit further, because I love that deck. I love that Necrotic Ooze uses everything in the graveyard, Quill Spike, uh, Devoted Druid, the the whole intermixed, the 1-1 counter is just, it's got so much going on. It's Yeah, yeah, I, you know, uh, three cheers for Conley for, you know, pulling an ooze out of the gutter. I mean, it was like nobody noticed this card when it came out. And he's like, oh, I can break that. Sure, here, here you go. Yeah, I really... Not, not broken, you know. Yeah. Broken, italicized, but not bold-faced or underlined. Right. So it'll be interesting. I'd like to see that. There are... I think that the metagame can control... That there will be a lot more than the control coming out. Especially as we move into Besieged and, and start to see it flush out a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, which brings us to the pre-release coming up at the end of the month. I guess that's the other big thing. Unless, you know, oh, yeah, we decided to skip the fire and lightning discussion. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. We, yeah we just talked, why did you even bring it up? Time. I'm sorry. It was, I, I, I didn't why see do the, you do that every time? I didn't see that the line was through the words. Oh. 
Oh, I see. This the you mean the uh, the sharpie marker across the top? I don't even know how you read it. I, I didn't get the final draft. I'm still operating off of number four. Oh, well, I guess it's okay. We'll let it slide this time. Uh, yeah. So there were a couple of spoilers from Worlds. That's the other thing. Okay. The Crusaders. Right. Uh, yeah. Refresh. The Mirren Crusader is a two white, one colorless human knight. Uh, double strike protection from green and from black. Okay, so the infest colors. Mm-hmm, the infest colors. Uh, and he's first strike? It, except it's infect, and he is double strike. Double strike, ooh, okay. Right. So, quite a powerful card. He's a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, definitely, uh, very interesting. I like it. I like the I like the flavor, the feel of it. I think that it definitely has potential to go in other decks. What was his name? The Mirren Crusader. Mirren Crusader. And then there's his counterpart, the Phyrexian Crusader. Right. Which he has first strike. Uh-huh. And infect. That, okay, all right. He's a zombie knight. Uh-huh. Uh, and with that, he's he's cost the same. He costs the same as Mirren, or except not white. He costs black, two black and one colorless. But I, I think that a, a 2 2 first strike infect dude. Now, he's a pro red. Oh, yeah. Red? And he has, yeah, he has pro red and pro white. Yeah, so that could mean something in the long run, too. Although the infect is going to keep you. Like, you know, that's going to be interesting to see what players do with them, I think, because, right. you know, are they just going to say, you know, screw it, I need a I need a pro-red guy, and he does infect, but he does infect, then I'll figure out ways to... Well, as a defender, I think that's great, uh-huh. even, even if he's in there Boil as a down. defender. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially they're attacking with a 3-3. They can't attack into it with a 3-3, because if they do, he'll first strike, deal two negative one, negative one counters to it, and then that 3-3 only deals one damage to him, which is not enough to kill him. So a 4-4 is the creature. It it has to be 4-4 to not, like, basically take a serious wound from this this knight. Uh Uh-huh. Right, right. So just, yeah, it's going to hold the ground pretty... Pretty darn well. Yeah, so I think it'll be very easily used in decks outside yeah. of. In fact, yeah, just not going to be a very good offensive strategy, mm-hmm. you know, just or or a weird offensive strategy, not necessarily a negative or bad one. All right, so uh, yeah, so that's coming up uh, for the pre-release at the end of the month. Yeah, a uh, month away, basically, a little bit over a month. I'm right ready. Now. I'm actually ready. We've been. I mean, granted, we've been drafting every weekend mm-hmm. for the most part since the set came out i think we've missed a couple weekends right and uh you know i'm i'm ready to see some new interplay just in our drafting it's like okay we get it there's the infect deck and the metalcraft deck and oh look another infect deck and oh white blue flyers deck mm-hmm. that's kind of metal crafty yeah and you know it's just it's you know it seems to me like i'm i'm ready to see some new interactions so that'll be good month away seems about right. Yeah, definitely. It feels about right. But there's not going to be any drafting over Christmas. I mean, well, there may be. I, I just won't be around. I'm actually heading home to Salt Lake. Oh. And then going... So now, are you going to check out any magic shops when you go up there? You yeah, might go... I, I definitely want to see. I, it, it depends. I'm, I'm not going to be there for lots of time. I don't know if I'll even have a day. We're going to be there on the 23rd and get there late in the evening on the 23rd so the 24th will be christmas now will that will that be the same card shop that you used to go to new no oh no the card shop that i used to go to is long gone Uh uh-huh the the dungeon the card dungeon or whatever Uh it was but yeah they're gone Make me sad. But there's a new card shop. Yeah, course, well, there's a big card shop there that I want to go check out, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I can't think of the name of it, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, any what well, card shops are card shops. Ideally, you know. Yeah. 
You know, like uh, like most people, some have bigger ones than smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, like most people. Like most people. I mean, there's still Dr. Volt's comics, which... That that shop has been there for a long time. Do they game sells, in a... sells magic cards. See, that's... I mean, I wonder if they... I wonder if he games there. I've often wondered that about comic shops, too. Oh, yeah. He, if... he used to do a little bit of gaming there. Definitely, they did a little bit of gaming. Um, well, we need to start to wrap this up, but I, I would really like to wish all of our listeners happy holidays. Yes, tis um, the holiday season. Merry Jasmus and a happy new year. Yes, absolutely. Uh, three cheers, folks. Uh, uh, and we'll be back within a month. Maybe. Well, hey, dude. Let's uh, let's go get some uh, Christmas spirit. Yeah, I got five. Frosty the Titan is a problem, don't you know? When he attacks, you know he taps the things that you control. Frosty the Titan is a fairly decent play. He's kind of slow, but when playing Drago, you win most of the games you play. We played some games of magic, something like 40 rounds. When we finally went to bed, a new day had come around. Frosty the Titan. His price point is sliding And the players say they would rather play red, white, or something green Frosty the Titan knew that he had seen his day So he's kind of bummed and drunk on rum So you better stay away Down to strip mall with a dog steel axe in hand smashing here and there and everywhere yelling down with the man they finally cornered him next to the donut shop and only paused a moment before you heard the nines go pop Frosty the Titan, well he almost got away Cause though they tried, they just couldn't find the extra two mana to pay Day of judgment, chain reaction, look at Frosty go Six mana and two lightning bolts, look at Frosty